0: Hey everyone, happy to have you here for another episode of Legacy Matters. Today, as usual, we will talk about whatever comes up with a slight leaning toward discussions of preserving your legacy, preparing for things to come, and sharing stories we find amusing.
1: All right, I feel ready. Here we are. Welcome to Legacy Matters. Oh, Jim does our intro now, I like it i guess i do yeah. thanks for
0: tuning in well when it's you and i you know, yeah
1: you do i like so it so it's uh hi sam it's sam and me jim uh sarah's still in tequila, tequila country, country. Yep. Olé, yeah Olay,
0: sarah Olay. yeah yeah she's uh probably three pina coladas deep at this point for sure i'm guessing
1: because it's like uh, 8 30 in the morning you know yeah. she's there right oh yeah yeah <laughs> no. we've already talked
0: to her. oh poor sarah not here to defend herself <laughs> that's okay uh no she's having a great time she's actually it's funny uh for those of you who love sarah she is down there in tequila country and she's pumping out work the whole time she's down oh yeah there. she is yeah and it's just who she is and there are people that really
1: love sarah i know i know <laughs> she gets more comments than we we do
0: well what's to like about either of us really nothing
1: you know? well all it. right so what are we uh wednesday afternoon now here we are, January still. Yep. Uh, same old, same old. Cloudy. Guess but, what? It's gray out again, yep, folks. It's gray. It's going to be like this for a while. Welcome to Minnesota.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and just remember, it's not a nice enough place to move here. No, nope. you don't. We don't want to soil our city with with lots of new people. I'm just kidding. It's beautiful here. We love it. It is. It is. But our thanks state. for
1: thanks for listening. Thanks for the comments. Thanks for subscribing. Mm-hmm. Um, we do appreciate all of the all of the great support and comments.
0: What if we What if we asked the question? If we started a Patreon page, because I've thought about this lately. Yeah, uh, would anyone actually pay to listen to this crap? Mm-mm. No, I don't think so either. But if you are a listener and you just heard me ask that, go ahead and let me know your thoughts on it. Even if it is, of course, I'm not going <laughs> to pay
1: to listen to you idiots right. talk all day. Right, but- <laughs> all right. Yeah, okay. All right. Anyways, let's get on. Should we get on with the show? We should. Uh,
0: Really, though, thanks for listening. Yeah, Uh, We appreciate it. And we do know that our audience is growing, and and I think the importance of what we're doing is just that we're bringing you conversations with people who live in this community, and uh, we were talking about this earlier with our guest today, uh, who I will introduce very shortly, but uh, you know that we are kind of all about positivity, even if... Even if the subject matter isn't always the happiest of things, we want, uh, you know, I don't really care your political beliefs, honestly. I, I just want people to do okay. I just yep. want the world to be a better place, and we've got a lot of issues facing us. And uh, I, hope, I hope you find some positivity here on our show. So, All right. There you go. Hey. Uh, we have a guest. Yes. Yeah, Danny Klecko is in, and Danny Klecko uh, was... was Recommended to us by Lori Lindine, which we love, our we recommendations. Love Lori, too. Yes. So, yeah. welcome, Danny.
2: Hi, Danny. Well, welcome. Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, <laughs> greetings from Capital City, and uh, I'm pretty confident, now that I've been on the show, your uh, viewership will raise tenfold, oh, so yeah, yeah. absolutely, you, Cleco Nation unite. But uh,
0: Cleco Nation unite, uh, I like that. Appreciate
2: being here, and thanks, yeah. uh, Professor Lindine.
1: <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. Yeah,
0: she's... Uh, we, we haven't uh, had much interaction since her show other than like the casual kind of I see on the on the interwebs kind of right right transactions oh, but I love that stuff you know yeah it, absolutely I, I sort of feel like she's she became a friend, and then she's out there sort of just watching over things a little bit. Well,
2: that's kind of who she is. I mean, yeah. she's never going to get uh, deep into anyone' camp. She's just kind of like the matriarch. She checks in and makes sure you're okay, and when she realizes you are, she moves on to the next. And <laughs> yeah. I, I need people like that in my life. Yeah.
1: That's awesome.
0: That, that is awesome. So thanks for coming in. Uh, you're, you're over in that city across the river. We were just there, actually.
1: Yeah, that's St. Paul City. Yeah. yeah you know what
0: we noticed
1: we call oh,
0: yeah. yeah yeah so so the complaint who were we talking to about the difference between oh it was it was christine yeah, yesterday yesterday, right? yesterday. Yeah. our guest so we we're doing like 70 of these a week now uh, <laughs> sure and it's only because it's not that we wanted to get here we had been scheduling one a week i think you've been scheduled for two or three months right right, yeah. right. uh it's not that we wanted to do that many it's that there's enough interest now, and we I love doing this, actually. I love talking it's nice. to people. Yeah. It's nice meeting people. Yeah. So we had uh, Christine, Christine. Yeah, and Yep. in yesterday, and her show will go up in a, in a few days. It'll be out shortly before yours goes out. Um, but she was talking about the difference between St. Paul and Minneapolis and how when someone from St. Paul comes to Minneapolis, they look at the streets, and they're like, oh, man, this all makes sense.
1: They go, thank you know. God. It's just alphabetical. Yeah. Yeah,
0: and then they go over to St. Paul. They're like, "Holy crap, where am I going?" The
1: Irish were drunk in St.
2: Paul. Well, (laughs) you know, (laughs) and they still are. But uh, (laughs) right, you know, it's it's interesting, and I'm one of them, so I can say that. But uh, you know, it's interesting you say that. I was just. uh, over at FEMA's, David FEMA down on the E Block, FEMA's okay. restaurant, probably yep. top chef in um, Minnesota. Oh, it's a challenge. Uh, no, it's not. I mean, <laughs> you're talking to a guy who's sold bread to. Yeah, you know, I, I started yeah. my 40th year in the baking industry. Wow, uh, I know who the power players are, but uh, you know, I was I was talking to him and I said, you know, you've quarterbacked uh, destination spots in Minneapolis and St. Paul. Um, how does it compare? But he said. St. Paul is far more European. It is, but it's also less forgiving. And he said it kind of broke my heart. So I might come back, but we'll have to see how my heart mends. And (laughs) you know, that's truth. I've spent half of my adult life in each one of the cities, and um, they're just starting to let me in into St. Paul society now. But oh, really? No, really. I mean, it's It's taken that long. You know, when I have a child born in each one of the cities, my daughter uh, born in Minneapolis when she turned eighteen. she was gone. She moved to Omaha. She wanted to get out of Minnesota. My what? son born in St. Paul, like the rest of the kids, they want to buy your house. Yeah. And in St. Paul, nobody knows your house by your name. They know it by the name of the person who lived there prior to you, even if it was 20 <laughs> years ago, you know? Oh, so yeah.
0: Some big differences. Uh, so you have two, two kids, a boy and a girl. And, and is it fair to say that the girl's your favorite? Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 I, I've got two boys and a girl. And it's right? like, there's not even a... It's like... It's like uh, girl privilege, like white privilege. It's like she, she won the race before she even entered the race. Right. You know? Yeah. She was across the finish line.
2: Well, I, I think, <laughs> I think, and there's always extenuating circumstances. I mean, most people love their kids or, or, or treat them fairly or whatever. But my, my wife, um, talks to my son. He's 28. He's a teacher <laughs> over at Johnson high school. Um, and she talks to him five times a week, right? You know? And, uh, and, and but I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't talk to anyone five times
0: a
1: week. So I, I you know, I'm, right. But. That's the way dads are, though. Right. That's and that's the way you like it. You yeah, know. No, I, I and mean, I, it's
0: true. I have explained to my boys that I love every one of these children equally, and I love all the other children too. You know, like. But yeah, it's it's there's something so fun about having a
2: girl wow. and and then your son will come in and whine about it but then only for a couple minutes because then they'll go back and hang out with mom that's you know, right that's how
0: it works and any any expressions of of true deep affection from me and they're like okay enough already dad right like, like they give, think something's up yeah.
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah so saint paul uh so we drive over there today to do a little presentation
1: and yeah. uh <laughs> And it was, and I, I can say it's the parking lot. It was the parking ramp we drove into, and this ramp was ridiculous. I mean, there's cars it was, facing this way, there's cars facing that way. I mean, we're driving in this ramp, but it's like it's a ramp. I mean, how how do you make a ramp to mimic the, the streets of St. Paul. What's your? We're driving into it, and we're zigzagging. and it's like a snake. You know, it's like a. Figure eight, sort no. of. And, and we're like, holy shit, we're never going to. But you know what, though? We got out. We were on the third and the half floor, is yep. what it was. Yep. Went to our thing, got back, walked up. And I mean, there was the car. I, it was never easier to find a car in a ramp. That's I was true. like, wow, there's something strange about this. Yeah. Like it really worked, even yeah. though it seemed really absurd. Yeah, but
2: especially when you get downtown, St. Paul, those ramps are. I mean, I I'm geographically challenged, always have been, but That's it's right. it's 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 hard to find your way out of the ramps because they're
1: not <laughs> concise like a good
2: Minneapolis ramp, right? You so, want to exit
1: you. on fifth or seventh, yeah, you know? exactly. And it's like oh, this makes sense in St. Paul. You're just exiting, and you're like, I don't know where I am. Yeah, because they exit you into an alley half right. the times, and it's, yeah,
0: you know, yeah, yeah, and you're not you're not going north, south, east, or west. You're going like up, right? Yeah. Like I don't. Why am I doing? Th- I should be going on one of the streets uh-huh. that goes this way. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a it's a screwy little city, but I will say, we do love St. Paul. So there you go. All right. So that's where you're uh, you're based now, huh? Are you still am, baking.
2: I am baking. I'm baking uh, out in White Bear Lake now. Um, really? Yeah. Well, so that's which, a which is hard because I was in St. Paul proper for three decades. Yeah. And uh, but you know my industry changed and uh the way you people are receiving food is changing yeah and it's harder and harder and harder and mm-hmm. i don't want to get political but i'm just saying the government makes it more difficult for yep. people like us to prepare foods and make them cost effective and make them healthy and, See, i don't see
0: that as being political you're well just, right you know, but, you know what i mean well
2: i'm saying yeah i mean If I got into the hows and the whys of doing it, I would open up Pandora's box. And, I mean, that would be like a 72-episode thing. And Ken Burns would call me up, and he kind of annoys me. But
1: so well why don't why don't you explain exactly so you are a baker here in town and well, I'm a baker. the baker uh, all right. in town yep. I, mean, yeah. I stand corrected well thank I you I mean, Danny you are the baker I'd appreciate in town. S- uh,
2: stronger research on the next show yeah, but, uh, yeah. well, well like I said aside, we don't do is any that, deep is that research. true it I, is true. I'm not only the baker in town, but when it comes to bread in particular, do a uh, thing called a Google search, and I yeah. mean, Klecko is up on the top of, of everything. I, I got it right um, here. Are you
0: internationally I, recognized?
2: I, I, I've been sent to Russia to teach the Russians how to bake Russian bread. No shit. I've worked everywhere from the northern diamond mines of Siberia down to the black sea and sochi prior to the olympic bid uh moscow you know i've been in you and didn't out of that bring any bread with you times. no i didn't i didn't but because uh, i'm in minneapolis right there you'd, you'd probably
1: be gluten you know what right? i bet so. you could just look in this studio and you know make a loaf of bread out of something no probably <laughs> that's you know. what i'm thinking
0: I hope not <laughs> uh, yeah, gluten-free thanks. I like that one yeah, that was, oh, yeah, I, I got that
1: one one no, okay, right
0: yeah that's that good. Uh, no it, so part of the reason we don't do research is is just it, there's this unfair advantage I feel like you have if not unfair advantage. I don't know you so right. I, I want to get to know you no and, and I, but I, you're like the bread. Bread. Yeah. I am. I'm. I'm the, bread, the
2: bread guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, I the you are a poet. I am a poet. Well, see the you thing. You can't I'm, do two I'm, things, well, kinda, dude. You got
1: a lot going on. That's like, all I gotta say. Well Kind
2: of all... like Edison. <laughs> yeah. you know, You figure, how does one guy have <laughs> you know seventy? Are you, you Bredesen? <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, and Bredesen, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, but I that will say, um, <laughs> there's three things. I mean, when it comes uh, bread, poetry. And baseball, Uh, I mean, I'm better at those than anyone you'll ever meet because that's, I'm like Sherlock Holmes. He doesn't know how to tie his shoes, but he knows how to handle forensics, you know, but uh, those are my focus. You're a specialist. I I really am. And that's how I've lived my life. And when I first got into baking, only like 8% of baking sales across the nation were bread and i was not connected were the rest like little debbies and shit oh yeah i mean yeah cakes and and all pastries sweet goods were just you know um where people made money in the industry yeah. and to get in the industry it was very incestuous i mean a lot of uh, family owned things and they went generation after generation and i didn't have any tie-in and so i uh, went to school and uh old man uh, uh master Kiwis uh looked like job of the hut he had a, a jewish guy <laughs> with white hair and all this bling and uh um, but he taught me uh, i opened super moms when they went into saint paul park i developed the 29 cent super velvet loaf and he said you know you don't know shit you don't know anyone <laughs> in this city so instead of trying to crawl up a ladder where people will drop buckets of nails on you and pee on you and stuff like that yeah. just build your own ladder and scream and so i i Created a bread ladder, and I had to get uh, jobs at several places to make a living. You are a poet, but aren't you? Uh, yeah, <laughs> You're I, a bread ladder. I, yeah, and and, and that's kind of how it worked. Uh, but and the same thing, you know. Well, part of you know, people ask me, you know, I'm in addition to poetry, I'm I'm a writer. I, I write business columns uh, about oh. the hospitality industry, not things that. Uh, you, you not know. out of your purview, but... No, what? I mean, I, it goes to people in the industry. So if you're in the industry in Minnesota, Western Wisconsin, Eastern Dakotas, uh, you read Klecko because I I also enjoy gossip. And so I know sure. who's doing what, but healthy gossip, not demeaning gossip. Yeah. or you Because know, much like your show, um, I'm one of the few people that uh, want to write about positive things. I yeah. like to build the next wave. I like to uh, create things because that's going to affect... You know, the food, the traditions, all the things that take place in your family. So the poetry part came in because when you work uh, bread, you work a lot of third shift or mm-hmm. 4 a.m.s. And I'll tell you what, you stand in front of an oven at 2 in the morning. You're the last person there. <laughs> right. There's not a lot else to do other than, you know, jot write notes some, and write, write things. Write yeah, Pretty pathetic. But, you know, it's, it worked. Yeah. You know. So I, you I grew that. up here right? Minnesota? I I was born in Los Angeles.
0: I was going to say your ego is too big for Minnesota. You you couldn't
2: possibly have been generated by these Swedes and Norwegians. No, I'm a Polak. Well, my my mother's the Polak, my father's the Mick, but he left in 65, and so after that we were never allowed to talk about shamrocks or leprechauns, but... uh, but, yeah, I mean, it kills me because there, there is truth there. And I skew really well with Nordic because, uh, you know, I just um, am forward. And I find it right. interesting that there's so many uh, people in Minnesota that are afraid to tell you what they want and, and what they need.
0: And, yeah, and, which is which is uh, you know the Minnesota nice thing and mm-hmm. the passive aggressive thing like very. Passive. It's actually doing everybody a disservice to not to not display proudly what it is you need because if people are actually wanting to help you or get you you know do good for you, they kind of need to know what to do. Right. You know. Well, yeah, and, and I'm not so
2: sure as many of you are that people in Minnesota are nice. I that's what I'm saying. I find. <laughs> texans uh who get stereotyped much nicer and easier to communicate yeah. with than minnesotans i find the people in california um new york is kind of a wash because i mean they're hard they're, they're hard yeah, right yeah, but yeah. uh but but saying that saying that uh people say why do you you know stay here then and to be well, truthful, I was just poor for too long to get out of here. If I could, I would have got, gotten, I I got the hell out of here right. a long time ago. I'd be in Dallas or Miami or something like that. Yeah. But but I'll tell you, have you guys both been here for? Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, don't, don't you feel that once we've endured Minnesota winters, I mean, it makes you a better person. You're a stronger person. Oh, think it definitely so. oh, does. Yeah. yeah,
1: your endurance. I mean, the only other place I've spent... M- m- a lot of time is Los Angeles you okay. know and that's a you know and and I had to come back here because I couldn't afford Los Angeles right? you know I could barely afford here right but um but, but <laughs> too true yeah but I mean this is you know I do love it here because of because of the cost of living. I mean, it's sure. a great, great place. You know, but Los um, Angeles—that's a tough city. Well, it's that's a horrible tough city. city. It's a super you tough, know? and especially when you're, you know, trying to do art in and, yeah. and something like this. You know, I mean, it's basically impossible, right? You know, so Los Angeles uh, was not a good fit. Boston wasn't a really great fit, but Minneapolis is has a great art scene. So, yeah, absolutely, yeah. But yeah, I know. You know, so I, so yeah. Here yeah, we are. Back to min-
0: the back to the Minnesota nice thing. Uh, I look at it, I've thought I've lived a lot of different places, I've been around a lot of people. I I think the fallacy isn't in the idea that Minnesotans are nice. I think we are actually nice. But the but when you hold some population up as those are the nice ones, then you, the assumption is that everyone else is not nice. And whenever I go anywhere else, Everyone's I run into a, every I run into nice people everywhere. So yeah, like I, I think the the reality it's, is we are we you know, humans can be nice to each other well, in the moment.
2: if you take it a level deeper, oh, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Um,
0: you know, it's, it's not even about
2: nice. I mean, I, the thing I hear, I hear the word progressive mm. on the food scene, on lifestyle. You know, I, I'm, I'm, you know what I like? About us here? Yeah. People say that. Our food scene, you talk to all the top mm. chefs, Twin Cities are progressive, or you talk about um, way of life, <laughs> uh, human rights, stuff like progressive. And, and yeah. uh, But, you know, it's funny. I really enjoy Iowa. You yeah. know, I, I've spent a lot of time. My daughter's in mm-hmm. Omaha, so I passed through there for years. My son uh, went four years to Luther, but you know, it's even like uh, I found it interesting. You know, like uh, with our um, gay population in the Twin Cities. You know, I, a lot of my friends say, "Well, we rival um, San Francisco sure. per capita, things like that." But I was curious why it, you know Iowa voted same-sex marriage before even minnesota right, did you know right. and yeah um which just goes to your point you don't have to be a nice person in minnesota i mean there's the whole united you can States. be an asshole here too there's a
1: lot of nice oh, people
0: yeah. yeah 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 absolutely and and there are nice people other places and nice is such a crappy thing to you know label someone anyway in a certain way i i think even you know you talk about new york but no matter where you go if people recognize that you you're a little lost or you need something or they're they're almost always happy to help you How, find places. However, I mean, I'm sure we're
2: all in agreement though that Wisconsin's pretty horrible. Right. I mean <laughs> But I mean we can we can at least
0: well, throw that out there. Well, yeah.
2: Wisconsin okay. sucks. Okay. Actually,
0: no, I, I split my time.
1: <laughs> well, and, and our third third uh host is from she's Scotty. She she
0: grew up in Madison and, I, right, and but I spli- we always give
1: her shit. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. And I
0: split my time between Minnesota and Wisconsin, but I don't. No, I did Scanny. in my Youth is Whatever. what I'm saying, uh, but my folks had the my dad had the good sense to move back out of Wisconsin, come back to Minnesota. Did you raise say the, the rest good of the kids? sense
1: to move out of Wisconsin? Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, No, I actually love Wisconsin, but you're right, oh, yeah. it sucks. Yeah, <laughs> it sucks. It's Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. and and can you uh, can you just hear that Scotty accent? And they're like, "Would you like another piece of sausage and some cheese?" Or not. I, I took my, I was. Dropping off one of my friends got married there.
2: Uh, you know, his and his wife's it you know, was both their second marriage, and they got married in a bar, and the bartender married them. And, and uh-huh. being the baker, that's know, Wisconsin, yeah, yeah. Whenever someone gets married, hey, can you get us a cake? And uh, <laughs> but, anyways, so I drove out there, uh, gave them the stuff. It's a Saturday night. I come back Sunday morning. I pull into a gas station. You know, this is a small town, like a John Cougar video or something, yeah. right? And I, small town. There's a 16-year-old girl working the till, and she's surrounded. I mean, there's like a oh, horseshoe over her just. of alcohol bottles and pornographic <laughs> magazines. And I'm just like, dude, you would not see this in, in St. Paul. You know, we we don't roll that hard, you know?
1: That is so funny. So, I just drove through there, and I stopped at a gas station, and uh, we are you know, and same thing i walked into a gas station and there was a whole thing of uh nudie porn porn magazines and i haven't seen that since i was a kid like on my bike and it was the same ones that i remember (laughs) as a kid i was like holy shit this exists and it was like the hustler and barely legal i remember yep and and uh internet What a, what
0: yeah, a it, nasty bunch of shit that is. It was all, is. Is all there. Like-
1: it was all there, and I and it and I forgot about that. Well, and- you know, until I saw that, and I was like, "Holy shit, this still exists." And I turn around, and I go to the girl <laughs> who's working the counter, right, and I go, I go, I, I go, I haven't seen this since I was. a a kid like 16 years old and she laughs and i go i go i gotta ask you like do you sell these and she goes yeah she goes as a matter of fact and i looked at them and and the price was like 15 bucks right yeah and i'm like no you gotta be kidding me why do you have so many of these and she goes well you know believe it or not dudes will come in and buy like three at a time and i'm like are you serious you know you you know they have a cell phone now (laughs) you know with all this shit (laughs) you know (laughs) And but, I couldn't believe it. But, but and that's the part
2: that's <laughs> sad is, you know, there's a 16-year-old young woman. That's what I'm saying. Oh, she's that's... surrounded by this. And it's just like, she's just trying to make money. And, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I mean,
1: do, do you
0: suppose, I mean, not in a million years would I want that 16-year-old girl sitting behind the counter being oh. like, in two years, I can get into one of these things. Right, like, well. Yeah. Well,
1: like, yeah, the girl at the counter where I was was definitely not thinking that. She no, She was I just mean, like... She, I asked her, and she goes, "Well, the owner. We thought about getting rid of them, but she goes, you know what? It's just a supplement, supplemental income. You know, she well, goes, we make a few bucks every yeah, month.' Yeah, but, but isn't it like, fair to oh. put it
0: behind a little bit of a screen somewhere?
1: Like it was weird. It was it, weird. Uh, it I honestly right had forgot all about that. I, I, you, well, you know, leave it went to
2: Clucko to bring it back.
1: Yeah, and I mean, you're tossing <laughs> <it laughs> in, in your school. mind. Yeah, yeah. Well, Everything Clucko I mean, does is uh, you totally all brought me back to. Riding yeah, around I'll, the neighborhood on my yeah, BMX bike, I was just going to say, I'm going to bring
2: you the Schwinn Stingray. But, <laughs> yeah, you, you know, I'm there. Bro, I'm already there.
0: <laughs> oh, you, you don't even have to really push, Jim. Like, he, yeah, he's, mm-hmm. he's he he kind of got stuck in the uh, crystal dirt, uh, <laughs> hair metal, uh, right? No, you know, I, But you look know? at him. But he, but like you, he's got this other side to him. He makes beautiful art. Like, you know, how does that
1: work? Yeah, yeah I don't know. You guys
0: are are, are you BMXing in your mind? Most of the time, like are you riding all around on time, a BMX yeah. all the time?
1: See, well, how, how old are you? <laughs> I'm old, 50.
2: Okay, so see, I thought so because I'm 56. Yep. And that that dude, you
1: do not look 56. I know. All. That's because he said I,
2: something
0: about him. a grandchild
1: at some. No, time. I, have I know, a, but I have still, a 10
2: year old. No, I I lead a model lifestyle. Uh, I have a, <laughs> you know, <laughs> God, work, you look like a pillar, the pillar yeah. of health. Well, I, I yeah. Well, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> kind of young Brando, I like. Yeah, it, but, yeah. You definitely got but, you that know, rocking. Thing, thing you gotta keep in mind <laughs> yep. is a very fine line, uh, fine line between young Brando and not so young Brando. So uh, you're gonna realize as you get five yes. years older, yeah. you're working without a safety net. And right, right. Every
1: day you get, but yeah, I I'm, But believe but, me, I'm feeling but, it.
2: But back to the point that what I was saying was it's true. I mean, BMX was half a decade behind me. I mean, because yeah. we were all about the. The Schwinn stingrays oh, yeah. and stuff like that. And yep. you know, you were a child if you had the BMX. Oh yeah. It yeah. Didn't
1: make sense. Right. You know. Right.
2: So you had to pedal in first gear the entire
0: time.
1: Absolutely. You know. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I loved did it. You did was, you
0: have did, did
1: you have pegs and stuff like so pegs? Didn't exist no. when I was around. No, that was a that was a later <laughs> thing um. that happened. But I did have tough twos, which are the mags. <laughs> so you know, right? Look at, right. Look at his face, too. He's so excited. What at Danny's I know, face! I laugh, know, but. I know, because it's you know. I mean
2: that and skateboards and yeah. you know and the whole
1: dude. Just look up there. Yeah, I mean, I think that sums it up right there. There
0: There's a skateboard up there, isn't there? Oh, I
1: think the the priest, the priest, the the priest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. but uh, I mean, that's
2: you know, know, I brought skateboards to Minneapolis, you know, from California as a kid, elementary school, uh, and and people thought I was an alien. You know, sure. Oh, that was even even in the in the mid '80s. Yeah. Yeah, people viewed. Skateboarders is criminals in
1: the yeah. Twin I was going to say that's sort of that was the early kind of punky. Even, yeah. you so know? I'm right about 10,
0: 10 years younger, right? Yep. And uh, so in the in you guys are talking about what it was like in the 80s, and I'm, I know in the 90s the skater kids there were more of them, but yeah. they were still like highly frowned upon. You know, that was the group that. Well, but part of that's because they were emotional.
2: You know, our our generation emo, of skaters, yes. our <laughs> skaters. We were like John Wayne, you know, principals, and I mean, when you fell and broke your arm, you just rubbed some dirt on and kept going. Your generation, a little bit soft, but yeah, that's
0: true. That is true. But now it's very cool to be on a bike. Yeah,
2: no, it's. I mean, to me, um, there's very few things. In all seriousness, my generation. We didn't do as many of the tricks and things like that. We just skated the streets. We used them for transportation, and we did some of this uh, stuff. But uh, gosh, I mean, there's very few things in my life that have actually given me a physical sensation that where I felt is uh, good or free or whatever is being on your deck. Uh, When I got my one job down on West 7th, this was like right about the time I was just about to get married. I got married when I was like, 18 19 something oh yeah like that. why not and so you know my wife had the car you know but um i'd have to go up warner road to highway 61 because i lived in newport and i'd skate from 94 down into newport at like three in the morning and it was just all downhill yeah and then, i mean you can't go the other way but you know <laughs> it's uh, it's cool I mean, that's kind of what people did back then they skated the the streets yep. yeah yep
0: yeah and you don't because people drive like assholes you don't see kids playing in the streets anymore right like everybody i i get so pissed at people when they drive through my neighborhood at 40 miles an hour like cars lining both sides kids out playing and they still got to blow through stop signs and drive like assholes yeah. Yeah.
2: but I, I i gotta say you know and i i don't even want to say this because i'm gonna sound like you know like you my know, grandparents but, <laughs> yeah you know what the hell kids don't even play they sit in there goddamn bedrooms and play video games all day
0: that's true you know i mean
2: when's the last time you went by a baseball field and saw a pickup game you know i'm gonna stop and you know pull back but i'm just saying <laughs> you know when when we skated when we skated there would be packs of 40 boys nine girls yeah just, yeah and, and it sounded like a
0: herd coming through yeah
2: that was cool
0: yep you know
2: that
1: is cool
0: you know it's funny because living in the city I do get the impression that kids don't play outside and I and it bothers me. But you drive out into the you drive out into the suburbs and you'll see a bunch of kids at parks or playing right. out in front yards. You drive out even further and they're still living the same you know, the same lives. It's just that we like we've gotten to the point where we don't trust anyone and we think the kids are gonna die if they go outside, well, so they might as well sit and play inside.
2: Well, I don't wanna minimalize the bad things that can happen. Out no, there I don't on either. The streets. I don't uh, either. No, and, and, and on a serious note. However, I'll say a lot of its approach, too. My family, my mother's second husband, uh, you know, was affiliated with some people who may or may not have been, you know, hitmen. <laughs> sure. Don't read about it in the book. Um, <laughs> uh, but, you know, what, what we were taught from a young age wasn't how, to, I mean, uh, you know, how to fight back, how to be aware of danger. Yep. I mean, it, it wasn't about being a bully. And and that's why I think it makes it difficult for for kids in today's world because they're taught this uh, passivity to just you know always be defensive and whatever. But we were taught to attack, and when that mentality leaves a, a generation, you know, um, it, it just kind of changes things. I mean, yeah. people. When I was 15 years old, there wasn't guys your age that would have you know come in my direction.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and I think. Uh, we don't... Kids don't... Because there's always a parent. There's always an adult there to tell them how to resolve a conflict. Like, they don't learn conflict resolution on their own in the way we would have when we were kids. Because, like, when... I wasn't on a skateboard. I was riding my bike. But we'd go play football all the time at the park down the street. And so, the like you said, there's, there'd be, like, 15 boys and a couple of girls riding their bikes to some park somewhere to play a game. And when... When the rules needed to be established, and when someone got out of line, that group of kids solved the problem. Absolutely, someone had to step up and solve the problem. And occasionally, one of them would haul off and punch the other one, and then that group would stop that person from beating the crap out of the other one. You know, and then we'd look at them and be like, "Well, you you did this," and then finally, it would resolve, and we'd get back to playing football. And and now, like you, people just do not send their kids. To do that and figure that crap out on their own and really i think we should be
1: yeah well, some kid. I mean, in my neighborhood, I mean, the basketball court is always packed, and the kids are always. I mean, every Are you fact checking me? I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You're, you're g- we don't deal in facts here. Yeah, I'm just saying. You know that. Some this things still exist. All hyperbole, yeah. Jim. Right, right. We don't do facts. And thank God I don't live, you know, like back <laughs> in the day in Crystal where I just got beat up all the time. No, no, no. You grew in Crystal? Yeah. Yeah. 3512 Hampshire. Woo That was me, baby. Fifty four oh two Fairview.
2: Oh yeah. Oh so you're on the bad side of town. Okay. Yeah. That's
1: why hence, hence right. getting Wait, beat yeah. up.
2: Wait
0: a minute. There isn't a good side and a bad there side. Is. Of oh, yes, there there is. is. In the yes, 70s who oh, made there me is. Oh, it was man. all bad. I was in the no. promised
2: land. <laughs> yeah. I, I, was I was
1: in milk and
2: honey and, <laughs> and rana. Right. So you know, right? Land. Oh yeah. Yeah. I oh, probably hit you at Lions Park.
1: Oh right? You know, uh, Danny, that might've happened. Right? Because you, <laughs> you were six years older, younger. Right? Than me, so I and you were six years younger, so of yeah, course I, I would and have a of a little bit of a little bit you a little and of a little and of a little and... a little and a little bit a tennis bit <laughs> oh, you you Yeah, a little bit play to tennis. little
2: bit of a little
1: bit of a little
2: but of a little bit of a little bit of a we bit Yeah, no, no, no we're good. little bit of a little bit of a little we had that whole Bobby Riggs, Billie Jean King thing. And yeah, that was yeah, badass. Yeah. I mean, Yeah, yeah. yeah just like, uh, so when, there were a few years where people were... Well, it was cool not, for a couple of years, but, yeah, it, but it then was. it kind of got not cool. And, right. and then we were even forced to play chess when, when Fisher and Spatsky <laughs> yeah, went at yeah. it. We, yeah, hey, did, so, where did
1: you go to high school?
2: Uh, I went to Armstrong, Robinson, and Cooper.
1: All three of them. Holy shit. Well, I was at Cooper... Yeah so, Cooper is where yeah, that
2: was um where I graduated. But uh, okay. yeah, both Cooper grads. Yeah, Armstrong Holy shit you Ar- probably know people
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah Yeah sure.
2: So I mean um but we started off there and Armstrong had modular scheduling, okay, okay. if you recall. Yep. And yep. and I didn't do as well with that. And then you Rob, needed structure. Yeah, and then <laughs> Robbinsdale there was talk about getting closed down and stuff. But Cooper is I I, I had good teachers. I I
0: thrived.
1: So yeah. Yeah. good. Yep.
0: Well, because you came from the land of milk and honey. Well, right. they, they knew the, they knew you, you were on the good side of crystal. Yeah. <laughs> right. Do you guys? Uh, are you familiar with a waffle belly? Do you know what a waffle belly is?
1: Mm, no, I don't think so. Okay,
0: it, it's a it's a camp thing, and, it's, and you know you got to well, remember yeah, camps are I, affluent yeah. places. No, but it's tennis related, right? right. So you take a Kids so. from so Crystal
1: the, didn't go to camp.
0: No, but if you were walking <laughs> around with a tennis racket, right? Yeah. Then let's say Danny, Danny, who's six years older, right? He comes up to you. He punches you once. You fall down on the ground crying, right? Yeah. And then he grabs your tennis racket and he s- slaps it, it on your stomach. And then you rub it really hard with like oh, a, that's a, co- a comb or a brush or something. You know, so anything you can find that you can rub it really hard. And then you get these that white lines like with just red.
1: The kind of bullshit that happened, to yeah, Crystal. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You know, that's, yeah, that's exactly classic right. Bully you must, stuff right. You there. must have just rolled your well, bike through Crystal's lap. And, slap and, and some- the
2: <laughs> thing is, while that took place, there was like. 12 garages open up and in those garages were 12 white men sitting in lawn chairs drinking special export laughing. <laughs> that's Holy right. shit. Oh,
0: look at them My beat the crap God. out of that little yeah. Jimmy. I think that's little Jimmy from down the block. Uh, oh, he needs and,
2: it. And if one of the 12 were the kid getting waffled, if it was their dad, they'd say, get up, hey, knock him <laughs> out. Not knowing that the kid he was getting attacked by was like 12 years older but i mean that was the world i know
1: it was i mean you and just you just brought me back once again did, you are you are hitting all the hits right now you, with me
2: did you go to carl Sandberg junior high
1: <laughs> no i didn't i went to hosterman oh, okay see yeah yeah all right, oh, yeah. right? You, you know what that I means mean, I didn't have it easy, man.
2: No, no, but, God. you know, well, I'm going to save a story after, <laughs> okay. after
1: the break. We'll take a little uh, break, okay. yeah. I mean, should we take a break now? Yeah. Or, le-
2: yep.
0: let, I mean, if you guys <laughs> want to take a break, uh, let's, let's, <laughs> let's take, take a Let's take a, a quick little break. Let's All right. us take a break. Well, I, you know, my, I've, I've gotten a little bit of feedback about the fact that we, we're, we're humming right along and then we jump into these breaks with no warning. So let's give them just like a, a quick little warning. Ready? Just a little silent time. A little, hey. Or how about a countdown? It's, it's break time. Five, you guys four, ever count three, down two, the break time? You can time. Yeah, it count it down, Klecko.
2: Okay, we're going to count down the breakdown in 5, <laughs> 4, 3, 2, break time.
0: Today's show is brought to you by the Andalin app, a first-of-its-kind digital legacy preservation app that allows you to digitally attach photos, videos, and audio recordings to the places and objects you love. Imagine hearing your grandmother's voice telling the stories of your family heirlooms. Preserve your memories, prepare for the future, and share with those you love. Andolin. available in the App Store and Google Play. Visit Andolin.app for more information.
3: Need some help with a construction project? Looking for thoughtful design and honest answers about what is possible and what is not? Kinetic Design Build is a full-service boutique remodeler, servicing residential and commercial clients in the Twin Cities. Design and build with purpose. Visit KineticDesignBuild.com to request a consultation.
1: Packing for a trip? Let Pack simply give you a little help by delivering travel-safe products directly to your door in an airport security-safe pouch. Unbelievably easy and surprisingly simple. Make your life easier. Visit PackSimply.com.
3: Interested in art? James Holmberg is both an artist and an art consultant. His strong connections in the Minnesota art world give him a unique perspective on the talented pool of artists from our region. Let James guide you to an original work that will come alive in your home. Visit jamesholmberg.com to find out more.
0: All right, do you want to go on a wilderness adventure with me, Sam? Or maybe you know a group of kids who could benefit from an extended break from their electronics. Or maybe you just need a break from those kids. Visit earthedfound.org for more information about how to get started.
3: For information about becoming a sponsor of Legacy Matters, please visit LegacyMattersPodcast.com
1: All right, all right, we're back. We are back. We are all right, back. so, all right, Danny, you were going to tell a story though, right? Right before. Oh yeah, that's the break, right. And, I, I, and, and now I don't know. Do you cause, remember it? Because this did. break went on for a long time.
2: Well, we were we were um, in the break <laughs> talking about suburban mischief and right and how evil the suburbs can be. But uh, yeah. anyways, yeah, what I wanted to talk about was uh, uh, 1976. I started. Junior high school at Carl Sandburg Junior High, yeah. uh, same um, high school that Lee Dean, taste editor for the Star Tribune, um, oh. you know, went as well. But when I was going, uh, we found out we were in a in a class. It was experimental where the boys had to take for the first time ever home ec, oh, yeah. and the girls had to take industrial arts. Okay, and so all of the men in our neighborhood, you know, we didn't understand phrases like homophobic or things like that we just kind of knew that you probably weren't supposed to be gay that and and it was told to us as sideways uh, because that in our culture was perceived as bad right and so they told us if you go and take home mac you're going to be different than everyone else and so just just (laughs) it was going to gay you up yeah no and so anyways but but it was very serious and so i mean in seventh grade my first day period six i had miss williams and i had uh cooking and she put me with three nice looking women and we made apple crisp i swear to god i never touched a wrench after that i can't fix shit but you know i've been cooking um ever since but so um when i when i wrote my most recent book i thought about what to do with the uh, dedication and who did i really want to thank so i thanked uh the home ec teachers of district 281 particularly thinking of her and i'll tell you it just sparked uh a big wave of people like saw it, and they uh, were writing into the newspaper editorials and stuff like that talking about a resurgence of home ec. but what happened was my wife was looking through the book and she saw that and she said well have you contacted her and told her and I started doing the math in my head and I thought uh, she might not even be alive. And right. I said, yeah, I'm not sure, baby, if she's even alive. And she said, you know, you're a lot of things, but you've never been a coward. You need to find out. Sure. So I called District 281, and they said they couldn't give me the details, but they could look. And they found her. She said she would talked to me. So I went out in the parking lot at work and, uh, and talked with her about this. And I said, we were so frightened. And I said, but, you know, without you, I said, I'm a big deal. I've made a lot of money, I've traveled the world, I've done yeah. everything, I've had the best life of anyone on the planet, all because of you. And then she just sat there and paused, I said, were you nervous having us boys? And she said, oh yeah, I didn't sleep that whole summer before, because I was afraid that I was going to change the moral fiber of the community. And I said, really? oh, you thought you were going to make us the girl? she said, "Well." Oh, Back then we didn't have sexuality, but it just wasn't right. But then all of a sudden I saw boys like you flourish, and 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 to be honest with you, a lot of you took it more seriously than, than the women. So that was one of the best parts of my learning curve as a teacher. So
1: wow, yeah, that's what, a, really, what an odd
2: era, right? Yeah. I mean, like
0: to to you lived through the point where they decided, okay, we're gonna shift. Everything a little bit, right? You know, with one
1: right because with something home as simple F as was just for girls at that time—that's yeah, so weird.
2: Well, and 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 or 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 queers, you know, queers could do it too. You yep. know And and, and did and they th-
0: did, did, did were there guys that did it? But everyone was like, oh, oh we know that kid's doing it because oh, he's gay. Oh, absolutely. And, God. And, and 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 so when I
2: decided, <laughs> um, because you know, criminy. yeah, I know, I I I've I just it's never I was my single mother was a flower child so i was raised to sure. to believe and accept everybody and uh, um so i mean it didn't really intimidate me um that much but uh, i gotta say i went to baking school at dunwoody they used to have yeah. a great baking program so i lived downtown and uh my grandfather um came to visit me and in my little studio apartment he saw my craftsman toolbox and his eyes lit up. He just zooms <laughs> past me. He doesn't even say a word. He doesn't ask permission. He opens it up. But then all of a sudden, he sees, like, fondant wheels and right. things. like. And you could just see how disappointed he was. He didn't say anything bad, but it's just like... So, it was kind of like being outed for being involved in the culinary world. Now, I mean, right. people don't know this because they have Food Network and these, you know, board well, games. Well, and a star. are
1: highly regarded right yeah. now. And I came... And I, 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 I don't know. Were they not back Mm-mm.
2: in the... No, you're, they're, they're, there was no chefs there was in cook. 1970. There you're wasn't, cook. was there? Yeah. And you know, if you were a cook and you showed up to a, a party in the suburbs, I mean, parents would say, keep your kids away from that guy or whatever. <laughs> when cook, I first yeah. started doing events, you know, I've been doing events for you know 40 years, but when yeah. I first started doing them, I, uh, I'd have to like give someone a carton of Marlboros and 20 bucks to let, to let them <laughs> let me work the event or whatever. Okay. You know, that's, you know, how you got to yeah, see yeah. and be a part of it. But, you know, uh, you know, you get a couple good ones. I, I, I did uh, uh Gorbachev spread when he was in town and that, you know, Gorby. yeah i did the uh, archduke of austria mm-hmm. which is still the table bread at the saint paul hotel you know so you get nice. a couple under your it's kind of like right. a hit song it's yeah. like why does dream academy have one hit song and fade away but then someone else you know yep. so mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you don't know that reference you're metal
1: <laughs> well i i believe me <laughs> oh, i, I know all, music. all the the references <laughs> yeah trust yeah music yeah what's
2: dream academy's one hit wonder
1: Oh gosh! Well, now you put me on the spot. No, no, yeah. I know
2: the whole world's watching. No pressure.
1: <laughs> I can't think of Life it right now. Life in northern town. Oh, oh right. that's okay. a good one. That's okay. a good one. Okay. Down, down, down. Yes, I do know it, Life and in it a could be in that pile yep. up there too. Okay. okay. <laughs> so <Yeah.
0: laughs> it, it might be. It might be. Uh, we we I tell this story, but we had Laser in, and, and Beak's talking about this band he was in before, when he was a kid. That was quite successful. And he says plastic constellations and jim goes oh i got your cd and yeah, sure enough I, we find it he pulls it out of there and beak didn't even have a copy of his own cd so jim's jim's pretty good with the old uh, music I've stuff got the music
1: but I, strange I, I, well, references I mean,
0: that's that's kind of the nice uh thing you
2: know my my son um because when i was younger like many of you i mean yep. I, I i understood um what bands you know were interesting and and back then we all went to clubs every night. We all went to you know the uptown or yep. or Uncle Sam's or oh, uh, Jay's God. Longhorn Uncle or places Sam's. like that or, or yeah. the Iron Horse, <laughs> <You're> right? But don't tell anyone. No, well <laughs> the, the Jim Jackson of about the bag with the the Iron Horse <laughs> but, at this point. So, but, um, but my son will come over to my house, and probably the favorite thing I do in, in my mm-hmm. my world in 2020 is when my son will come over and uh, show me YouTube videos of. Like the newest hot Japanese band, or or, yeah, or right. like, yeah, you know, who'd he, he turned me on like last year to Pale Waves? Okay, I had no idea. And there, and he said, These are suburban emo. And I'm like, Well, what the hell is suburban emo? God, I and, don't even know, you know Pale what? Waves. Pale Waves, they they came here, uh, they they uh opened up a couple of years ago for the 1976. Uh, and, okay, uh, and I they, know, love they, them, but then they came here and did a solo thing at the Amsterdam. They're better than 76, I think, but okay, but uh, they were optimistic goth they're happy but but suburban goth no tattoos no piercings and and dark lips though and and the old dark lips yeah Yeah. but no apologies yeah for for being functional right you know and and i kind of dig
1: that you know uh, people uh, who aren't afraid to be right positive on who they are suburban goth though is that is that it's
2: it's it's coined by the culture yeah but if, if you if you call them that or i did they would probably roll their eyes but yeah it's okay. really what it is right. it's suburban kids uh without any um yeah apologies right or or tattoos or piercings right
0: yeah. <laughs> holy shit
1: so i mean i'm in, I'm in. Uh, I, I gotta check this out
0: <laughs> pale waves so i grew up I, let's say i came through school 10 years after you right home ec was for boys and girls it wasn't even a thing that got talked about as if it wasn't for boys or girls. Shop class was for boys and girls. So you guys you guys were there when it was being transitioned over and already 10 years later no one thought a thing of it. Isn't right. that funny? Right.
1: Well, so even even between you and I, I mean, I and maybe I just don't remember it very clear, but yeah, home ec was I loved it and and I was big into sewing yeah. <laughs> actually. No, right? Oh, no, Me too. Yeah. yeah. And and when I went to Mcad, I took I was going to major in fashion. fashion. Yep. Yeah. So I took fashion classes cause it was offered then. And, uh, yeah, so I'm a pretty good sower, actually. Right. Yeah, and and you know, horrible the, cook though. Well, but the, but the thing that I've learned, <laughs> you know, especially I mean, people
2: listening to podcasts can't yeah. see me, but I'm I'm a big guy.
1: You are a big guy, and, and I would not and, want to get punched by you. Well, yeah, <laughs> as and, we were talking about our childhood. But,
2: <laughs> but <laughs> oftentimes, like when I'm out in public, you know, people will move to the other side of the street, or I mean, they're they're feel. Uh, intimidated by my my physicality or, or whatever sure. yep. but you know so when you are thug or appear to be thug you can use that to your advantage and i've always felt that we can't all use the same tools but i knew at a young age that if i could cook yeah. and i could write poetry i mean i learned from brando he went the opposite direction of what people anticipated he should do and and you cook for women um your life is going to be beautiful i mean i've always had um women friends um and, and that's a nice energy and i have guy friends too of course but yep. you know it's just it's nice to be able to uh, uh return something because i mean many of the women in my circle their biggest gripe is uh, that nobody helps them with the domestic and, and as you sure. talk about a progressive society ask them how helpful their spouses
0: are you so know? so i've got two boys Ten and twelve, and like they are, they are very aware that things, things and uh, like objects, colors, professions, they aren't sexual. That has nothing to do in their world. Right. There is not, you know, there is no reason why my son can't wear a pair of pink shoes. He doesn't. Right. He doesn't care, and he's like, Dad, it's just a color. Get over it. And I'm like, Dude, you're totally right. I get it. You know. Uh, they would never think, like, no, boys don't go, no, boys don't do, play the flute or something, you know? Like, they don't think that way anymore. And no. They're, they're not taught. No. And, and why would they? Why would, what was it, what was going on that you had to, like, in order to be a man, you, you had to be a horseshit cook, <laughs> you know? Right. Like, it's not tied to manliness. Well,
1: it's funny. I mean, I grew up with my dad doing majority of the cooking did you yeah Yeah, my dad's an
0: awfully good well so is my mother but yeah
1: and I love my dad was much better than my mom
2: but I will say there is an element I've worked with many young men with man buns and crocs and I call them on it every goddamn time (laughs) and I'm I'm like Come on, dude, man, because it has nothing to do with gender. It just has everything to do with being a guy with a man bun and Crocs. But you know, old school klecko. But but, you know, I only do it because they love it. I mean, yeah, yeah, but you know, and it's. If it's done in a loving way. But you know, that's part of it. And I think that's where uh, today in the world, you can't give people. Any grief without repercussions, you know, like, I coached Little League in St. Paul for 25 years, and, you know, I yelled. I was a yeller. (laughs) But you know what else I did? I told my kids, I love you. Yeah. And and even though it was against the rules, and sometimes I was admonished uh, by some people, (laughs) when a kid would get, you know, like a kid who hadn't got a hit for the first five games, that kid gets a base hit. I'd run down to first base and I'd give him a hug.
1: Yeah. yeah, you know, I mean, yep.
2: you're talking about ten through twelve year old children. I, I love and it. You learn how to put the bat on a ball, man. It's going to change your life. You right. Know? Yep. Right.
0: So my son took to baseball last year. My eldest, and uh, he's nonstop ever since. Like he he was not. He was always had a strong arm, and he could throw a ball up and hit it. But he never never understood baseball in the uh-huh. least. But uh, once he got into it. He's super into it, but he loves pitching now and he's quite good, but he's 12 years old. You know, I'm not anticipating right, he's going to be a pitcher forever, but he's one of the kids who can throw the ball across the plate. Right. But when he goes in, uh, so he, this past season, he was often the, the, they only pitched two innings. So he was right. the second pitcher. And I'd, and I'd say as he's walking out loudly, like Tyson listen, I love you. Don't, don't worry about you got this. You're going to do great, and don't think about the fact that the entire game is riding on your shoulders right. right now, and you'll disappoint every every single one of these people if you lose this game. And the other parents would look at me like, oh, my God, I can't believe you just <laughs> said that to that poor kid. Yeah. And Tyson throws me a smile. He's like, shut up, Dad. You're fine. Well, absolutely. <laughs> you know, But you know, that's one of the
2: things that I did is I, I would not allow parents... You know, I mean, when, when they're in my
0: control, get away, you know. But, yeah.
2: But it's good. What, 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 yeah, when he's not pitching, what is he, middle infielder? Or?
0: Uh, Yeah, he's uh second base yeah, a lot see, of times. You, yeah. you know, see, uh, you right. can tell. You look
2: at the dad and look at the body and whatever. <laughs> but, no, I mean, you, know, you're, I get it. I mean, you yeah. are a total shortstop second baseman. Yeah, right. right. You're, you're definitely not <laughs> Fair a, enough. a catcher or left fielder. No, no, Nothing not no. a catcher,
0: no. No. Fair enough. Yeah, I, I love his appreciation. I, it it, well, it n- made me like watching baseball again. So I, I, let me
2: ask you this, um, since you're, you guys are you know sports or whatever a little bit. Uh, greatest moment of my life, of my entire life, my son was um, the captain of the Highland Park football team. Uh, he was uh, um, there when they beat Central for the first time okay. on his birthday or whatever. But we yeah. went to Minneapolis for the championship, and they beat Washburn, that's a big deal it was huge and and so i'm sitting in the parking lot after the game you know because he wants to come home with me instead of taking the team bus which i thought as a father was a great thing that is i had to wait 40 minutes so i got pissed right and when he jumps (laughs) in the car i said what the hell took so long he said my coach gave us this speech saying i'm going to talk to you uh guys and let you know that if five years from now um you tell me this is the greatest moment in your life i'm going to be disappointed and i told him i said you know, no disrespect, but your coach is full of shit. You beat Minneapolis <laughs> right. in the city championship. That's better than the cure. Washburn for cancer. is good too. So, but but what yeah. do you think? I mean, now now with everything that we know, yeah. would you want your young son playing football with uh, all the? No. Yeah, because uh,
1: I think the enrollments down. It, yeah, well, I mean, actually, so our our kids do. That, that's our true. Football kids. Uh-huh. Um, the oldest one. Walked in, walked on um, San Diego State. Okay, uh, which is D one, and now sure. he's no longer with them. Um, but, but that was a big. So, so to answer your question, enrollment has gone down dramatically. So they're Southwest uh, sure kids and Southwest. I mean, most parents don't let the kids that the, the kids that are of the physical stature right. that should be playing are not. Because because the parents are smart enough to say, no, you're not playing. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, it's, I it's, think it's... And it, I mean smart enough, it's, just, no, I get it's, you. it's, it's right. just, you know, it is what it is today. Because you when you're that age, I mean, I well, mean you're invincible. You'll, you'll walk through bombs
2: without oh, yeah. even hesitating. For sure, right? for you know? sure.
1: But but the world of concussions right now is is definitely... I think you know, that's
0: unique though urban versus rural i don't think i don't think my cousins out in elk river i I don't think they're thinking i'm not putting my kids in football it's still a big thing is it yeah okay
1: yeah well edina's got a great uh football
0: yeah i mean i i i think it's all fine and if but but you really kind of have to look at it and think like knowing that you're going to be that you're going to be in pain when you're 50 because you did these things when you were 18. Like, do I really want to let you do that? I don't know. Right. It's it's a tough,
2: tough call. Well, I, when I, my kid was playing down at Luther, he was a linebacker down there, and I saw the. This guy at the end of the game, you know, we're all walking off the field. And I thought he was like, he was in the corner. I said, is he praying? He's like, no, he just has a concussion. <laughs> and I'm like, right? <laughs> how come all well, the coaches are – I mean, they'll get there. but you right. know, and, and, It and, takes and, a while. And, well, no, I mean, and, and it, he wasn't even being facetious. I no, mean, right. there's so much going on. They, they had already yeah. diagnosed the kid, right. you know, and given yep. him protocol or whatever. But, yep. I mean, um, at the same time, not to – pile on and be sad but i mean i want you know there was a kid on his squad who got hauled off on a chopper paralyzed for life i mean the game has
1: changed with the size
2: their li- little guys are bigger than me and i'm a big I know. guy
1: oh that's I, know. I mean those high school games i mean when when we're sitting there watching them i mean i'm like holy shit some of the i mean they're a big and big, they run so fast dude, and wow. they hit so hard and and some of my like Inside sources, and I have many,
2: uh, have told me, like, even in D3, where if you're in D3, you don't have a prayer of the NFL, right? No. So, I mean, this no. is your last hurrah. Uh, they told me three quarters of those kids are on steroids. So, when your bodies are that big yeah, and, and moving that fast, and they don't wrap you up and tackle anymore, they just torpedo you. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: just bam. So, are you,
2: are you still into fashion? Is that your thing? Oh, yeah. yeah?
1: I mean, well, no, Not what? so much anymore, no. I, I in fact, no. <laughs> well, I mean, I was for a long time, you know. Um you know, when I was in college. Uh I I yeah So I like, like forty years ago or something? Yeah, like forty fuck, years ago. You know, so, I thought I thought I definitely <laughs> thought of designing clothes. Did
2: you watch all the project runways? I did. Did yeah. you? Right? And, yeah, okay. I see. did. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. And and I'll still catch a few episodes, yeah. you know. I mean I love it. Um, and if Sarah and I were, if Sarah was here, I mean, Sarah and I talk fashion. You all do the time. talk fashion. That's We true. do. You I, know? And, and, and you're,
2: you're not involved in that?
1: I can't. Okay. No, okay. It's, it's, he I, can only handle so much. Well,
0: and <laughs> <laughs> it's then, just things you like, right? Like, yeah. I, you know, I don't, it, it doesn't. If I could wear the same thing every day and get away with it and no one cared, I, which I basically do anyway, so Isaac
1: Mizrahi came to MCAD. Sure, and we got to participate in a runway show, and so I was a stylist for um, Bloomingdale's oh, for, right. for quite a while, actually. So that was fun. Yeah, that was a good time. Yeah. So so yeah, you know, I was I was pretty into it, and then I got to do a little internship, a very small internship with Isaac Mizrahi. So. So that was nice, and kind of help uh, style the clothes and prep it for a runway. You know what else he used you know? to do?
0: He used to do do, uh, do
1: art wildlife wildlife like
0: ducks and shit. No, really? this is his art now. Well, but when so, he was a kid, yeah, he did of ducks. Course, you know,
1: when you're growing up in Crystal, like what do you paint? You paint ducks and deer. You know, that's what I did. That's how I started out.
2: You know, ducks are like the most evil animal on the planet. Yeah. You know that, right? I,
1: I don't really know <laughs> that, but... Ducks? Well, but you wait know. a minute. But I also used how? to go duck hunting, too, you know, and blast them. Because you to
0: kill the little bastards because they're yeah. evil. What... What makes you say a duck is evil?
2: No, they are. I mean, they. Well, I don't even want to like make people sad or whatever, but, I mean, they participate in gang rapes. Uh, ducks are a ga- gang raping species. I know nothing about they, this. And they have nine-inch corkscrew penises. And, uh, no, no they true. don't. They do, too. A duck? They do, too. A duck? They do. And, and... Um, they, this sounds
1: like an urban legend. They're, I mean, no, they' necro- Google it. No, it's true. <laughs> not-
2: and they're necrophiliacs. Even if they, if they find a dead duck, they'll, you know, and I don't even want to go there. But, but you know, but you're bringing. You praying, don't want to, but oh, you did. But he's bringing this whole duck worshiping thing in front of me said, in, in our I podcast. People. All I people. said was that
1: I painted a couple of duck paintings and they're up there. No, in I know. Somewhere. but And that's.
2: <laughs> I'm feeling
1: unnerved by it. Yeah, well, now. It's true, though. I mean, in some ways, now I'm bringing the duck. Back, I'm not. I mean, I'm going large scale. If I Google duck
0: penis, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have like, and who knows what's gonna come and, up? And then forever, geez, I'm gonna be dude. trying to. You the, do it. The duck okay. vagina. Oh God, it, it has uh, different
2: gateways, and I mean, because it's it's meant so even, for, even the ladies are evil. Oh, they have they have like for <laughs> for the duck sperm, it can get roadblocked and all kinds of. It's it's the, like one of the most complex. Things in the animal kingdom. <laughs> I mean, it's here every day. But you guys, once again, you don't like to research things, and so, Klecko has to come onto the show and
0: educate your program and fix our. Well, I'm sure that uh, you know now. Now, being almost 90 episodes in, I'm sure that every listener that's listening is like. Finally, I know about duck penises and duck vaginas. Thank uh, God that they educated us on well, that. Well, then your interns are going to be, you know, like... Interns? Well, yeah. i trying
2: to give <laughs> no, you just, street I mean, cred. I mean, your <laughs> interns yeah. are going to be barraged by, "We you want Klecko back, you know, and stuff like that. And,
1: All right. Well, I did Google it. Okay. So, I, I don't know about the nine-inch thing. No. But, uh, so, certain ducks, just, but, just big ducks. But the corkscrew is correct, and there's a photo of it. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean... Just so you can see. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there it is. God. I never oh, seen it. What, what do you think? I, I think been I ruined.
2: come on your show and make stuff. You turn I mean, this
0: into Howard I mean, Sterling all the
1: time, you know?
0: <laughs> I don't need to. You turned a you, you turned a clean whole okay. And how is it you you look around the community, you think, I want to put some good people on our show so people can you know feel better about life and learn about our community, and you think you know what? A baker can't fuck this up. Like a baker's got to be a good guy, right? And now I've seen a duck penis. Well, let me tell you this: a baker.
1: <laughs> in, Jeez, in, it is long. Uh,
0: I, that's what I'm saying.
2: <laughs> Holy
1: shit! Yeah, a baker. That's sur- <laughs> I'm surprised. Throughout history's I'm culture, surprised.
2: has been the most noble of all crafts. Because oh. did you know that the Roman Senate um, always left a chair open for a baker? They always had to have one because the baker <laughs> was the one that everyone hated. The miller. The miller would. When what's you, wrong with the miller? Because when you and your family uh, toiled by the sweat of your brow and you brought your yeah. your uh, wheat in, they would lock you out, and then they would steal from you. The baker would let you come in and watch them um, making the product. So they were honest people. Yeah, uh, they were. They were. Wait, what's but the.
0: But no, the, I'm getting it. But the miller's an honest guy too. No, millers are
2: assholes <laughs>
0: because they steal from you.
2: And and what are you going to do when they when your family brings I don't know four tons of wheat and they say we're not going to let you in and you say fine then I'm not going to let you mil- mill and then you have four tons of wheat and this wasn't like people oh. who
0: had oh because because lo- the the farmer just grows it right and then the miller mills it. And the millers skimming off the top. Yeah, they
2: would lock them out and steal up to 25% of it, and there was nothing they could do about right, it. Right,
0: because they, they needed that person. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, right. So, yeah, but so- anyways, <laughs> they, throughout society, the baker,
2: you know, I can't tell you how many uh, politicians, and this is no kidding, know, how many politicians, uh, Twin Cities politicians, love to take a, a photo op with with that floppy hat. That resonates to people trust. The baker. I mean, there's just something
0: noble about it, you know? Well, I agree. And I, I didn't want to say it because I'm, I'm only going to embarrass myself by saying this, but I, I bake and, okay. I, and I love baking. And, and, but I am not necessarily a, a great baker, but I, I make bread. It's, well, it's in my family. No. We, we do this, you know, we, yeah. we make breads.
2: Um, you should check uh, Kimori Star Tribune. She had a book uh, baking with the Saint Paul Bread Club. Okay, uh, it's a great book. It has all the state uh, fair champion uh, bakers in it. But you know, a good baker is better than a great chef. I mean, because a, it, uh, it, it, what's a media what's a
0: mediocre baker worth then? Like it just <laughs> just a home baker. You know what? Where it comes from though my uh, my grandmother made bread and she you know she had no recipe she just knew what to throw in the bowl and she oh, made bread and it was always so i'll hangout. tell you i'll tell you
2: if you want to because at your age you, you need to start finding new ways to raise the bar right <laughs> sure. um are you familiar with madelines do you know what madelines are no they're those little soft cake cookies that look like a seashell yes okay. I and I they come in a pan about. that looks like a ice cube tray Yep. And with the twelve forms of the melon, yeah. I put those on my kitchen counter. My mother-in-law comes over, and I just look at her, and like she's a you know. Uh, and this uh, wins you points. Oh, I mean, yeah, because she's a Russian Jew, and she's a great cook. She does uh, a lot of uh, traditional things, but even she can't touch that. I mean, it's out of her league, <laughs> and it's not hard. But people are intimidated by science. Gotcha. You yep. know, uh, yeah. you, you mess up a order of spare ribs, you can punch around it and fix it. Yeah, but especially bread. Bread's you know, tough. Yeah, bread is. If you it's bad, it's bad. Yeah, yeah. And, and you've invested hours into it. Yeah, and y- you yeah. Know? You
0: can't go back in time. There's no, no way to fix it. So,
2: and and that's why earlier when we stated that I'm the best baker and the best poet, I gotta in the ask Twin a cities. few baking
0: questions. Uh, best poet too. Oh, without a doubt
1: Well, there's a book right here in front of us of poetry Listen,
0: do you know how many people have have a published book of poetry that that isn't good? Yeah, but here's
2: (laughs) Well, let me ask you this Let me ask you this how many poets in Minnesota, other than Klecko, <laughs> were in the Washington Post? Ooh. How many poets were featured in the Chicago Tribune? Ooh, yeah, you know, none. But, but, but do, none. You think, do you think Ooh. the MFA writers want to talk about that? You know what they do? Oh. No oh. bullshit. Okay. They, I like in, this. Instead of talking about Klecko the poet, they call him a performer. See, because that way they can't compete against my charisma. <laughs> they, but 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 technically... I studied, like, in the Hemingway camp. I hung out with newspaper people. It's brief, brevity, no adjectives. Fewer words. Oh, you're right. Just strike no hard. No waste. Just fireball. Get, get, Boom. Get so, to the
0: point. So but. Yeah. We, we are, right. I mean, we can keep talking. I could tell we could keep talking all day if Well, I want. do
1: want to ask something here real well,
0: quick. Well, I have some questions, well, too. You go, I, no, no, right. you go ahead. No, oh, no, you go ahead. But, oh. but what I'm just saying we're
2: not okay. wrapping yeah, it up. Yeah, We've yeah. got the, enough the, time. The crystal crystal references Trump baking, so. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, and this is kind of a crystal. It kind of brings it back to Cooper, because you and mentioned that you went to cooper and you would talk to some of the kids and and whatnot you know i mean do you find some of these kids are you are the kids coming to you and asking to you know do an internship at all or yeah i mean they, they used like to that? when i when i was ceo at yeah. my last place i mean i had
2: that um but you know right now to be honest with you it's it's uh it's such a tough world yeah hospitality and when i got into it there was uh All kinds of benefits, and they're all gone now. But what I do like to do, uh, and I'm not trying to discourage anyone from taking it up as a vocation, but you got to be a little bit nuts to be a baker. You really do. Yeah, I mean, mean, the hours are crazy. So there's a total level of social retardation. You have to, and like, like what I was saying about, you know, with me, I am manic, I am focused, I mean, I don't take any joy. In the process of cooking, because okay. everything's measured, like no one will cook with me at home, because there's no TV, there's no talk. The joy comes after <laughs> when, 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 when people it's are enjoying it. Yeah, you know, and the, you can't and, even loosen up at home. Zero, <laughs> right? Zero. I mean, because that's how I'm trained. But <laughs> sure. but, but and through my work, I learned that. And and you know, that's one thing I find that that young people like because. I'm a control freak, you know, and, and, and people, uh, when you can, con, you know, control your environment around you, that uh, promotes confidence, and that's the number one thing that even adults, I mean, people, I've sat in board meetings at Pillsbury and General Mills, and, and they're intimidated by me, and some just think I'm an asshole, but I'm confident, and and when you learn um, one system or two systems really well, and just do, I've done I've baked millions of loaves of bread in my life. So yeah. that's
0: the question. I Did you get your question d- answered?
1: Well, yeah, I did. Good. And, and, you know, I just want to say, I grew up with a grandmother that baked all of our bread. Yep. I mean, I, buying bread back in the day was, like, kind of weird for right? us. Right, unheard yeah. of. Yeah, it was. And, I mean... And-
2: and and what people will do oftentimes is I can never compete against people's grandmothers. You know, yeah. say, oh, my grandmothers. But yeah. what they don't realize, the grandmother, um, her commodities were changing all the time. The uh, protein percentages mm-hmm. yeah. and the wheat and this and that. Yep. And they didn't even necessarily realize that, but, but they were so uh, adept at... Uh, with their fingertips, they baked with you know. Yeah, with Their they fingertips, could, they could So tell. attuned to it, and, and they would make just minor
0: adjustments, probably without even thinking, because it's all about repetition. Yeah. Yeah. What was your question? Oh, my question is, you know, country hearth bakes bread. Uh huh. You know, I and no offense to them, but like that's how mass-produced bread gets made, right? Right. So when you say you're baking bread, uh, I, it conjures up multiple different potential images like are you are you putting out high volumes of bread or are you like Klecko's bake shop
2: um, we service wholesale you know so we're u.s
0: bank stadium
2: hotels restaurants things like that okay but but you know like uh country hearth is like uh you know uh Breads with preservatives, a yeah, uh, totally. shelf life of like, you know, years. seven years. And <laughs> yeah. uh you you know, uh you go to baldingers, they make some McDonald bun. Yeah. Uh I've been told uh on a thing called the internet, you put that bun out in the backyard. Yeah. Animals won't even eat it <laughs> because they don't recognize it as food. But you guys are probably <laughs> heading to McDonalds after this show and
1: you know We are definitely not No, a not a McDonalds crew no. okay. here. No. Okay. We no. we prefer the fancy.
0: We do. Uh, all right. Uh, we do uh, Actually, Kieran's is right across the sure. way here. Yeah, I assume you know that that yeah. outfit.
1: Yeah,
0: um, damn fine food over there, yeah. including good bread, uh, and they have a miller on staff. Whatever. <laughs> 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 but, exactly. But, you know, yeah. So, but you're making yeah. you make you make bread for for the service industry. You sell wholesale. Yeah yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. And my everyone has specialties. You know, everyone. You know, whenever someone says we're the best bakery in town, there high i mean it's like certain people do things better than others with sure. me i i have a reputation making the best hamburger buns which is america's new cutlery but but my favorite my favorite is sourdough I, yeah. i've, I've oh, done yeah. sourdough oh, when that's... nobody knew what sourdough was i have different lines of sourdough i use a potato brick starter uh all these people here with their slurs think they're so san francisco (laughs) and stuff like that you know they don't got it. just anyways i was was in san francisco a year ago in bodine's and i was talking to the guy and he looked at me and he said you're a baker aren't you and i said yeah how could you tell me he said because you're not looking at any of the product you're looking at the equipment and uh Uh
1: and
2: i said everyone thinks your guy's bread is the the best i mean it's Okay, but what's up with that? And he said, you know, that's a good point. He said, our bread is not necessarily the best, but our city is the best. Our culture is the best because everyone in this town reveres sourdough. So when you go into an Italian restaurant, Mm -hmm. you don't find a ciabatta or a French baguette. Everything is sourdough, and that's our city's choice to commit to something. And I was really moved by that. I thought, you know, it would be great if our Twin
0: Cities could, uh, you know. Think of think right. of how much, and and I'm not saying we're progressive. I'm not saying we don't have things to fix. But think of how much the food scene in Minnesota has changed in 25 in, years, 30 years. I mean, last since we were kids, seven years. It, oh God, I know. And and you know, so people people may have thought they were progressive 20 years ago when they added uh, a little cayenne pepper to something or whatever. <laughs> but now we actually have. we're getting there
2: and a lot of it is uh you know there's i could have made a lot more money in my life um by taking shortcuts and and no one would know when you do wholesale you don't necessarily have to put labels on so i could you know i remember when uh uh, there was no trans fat free shortening um when it came out i spent five dollars a block more Uh, When I totally didn't have to do that because I knew the people I was feeding were the nuns, the little league players, my neighbors, stuff like that. But, man, there's people in this industry that they just – don't care as you know and so a lot of it that's why buying local is good and and finding out you know who the kim bartman's who the david fema's um mm-hmm. uh, are you know you look at different right you know restaurants uh, i'm in st paul like day by day cafe you know places like this these people i mean they same actually thing. care uh, they do yeah
0: do you uh do you produce any food for schools yeah we do um yeah, yeah. because i like like the you know, put the McDonald's bun out in the backyard and the animals won't eat right. it. My kids refuse to eat the school food because it is really piss poor.
2: Well, yeah. a lot of it is because schools are incredibly difficult. You know, like what they do is like a lot of times, and they're working on budgets like everyone else. So, um, you know, I mean, if you want a Cadillac, you got to pay for a Cadillac, yeah, right, you know, and right. uh, and their budget mm-hmm. doesn't have that. But, you know, what ends up happening, though, too, is a lot of times... Um, they'll know the purveyor they're going to go with but every couple of years they have to you know take uh, submissions again sure. so they'll they'll just waste your time and if you've ever filled out the process it takes like 9 years to get of course through the it application does. Of course it does. and then yeah. you call up and they just say huh oh uh no but it was night you know and <laughs> you get burned so oftentimes for most of us the school has to really love the product and Convince sure convince you that right. they're not gonna waste your i time. miss
0: the i miss the days of uh you know a gaggle of old women in the kitchen it doesn't have to be women we know it can be men i get it but uh <laughs> but you know it was always but kind would of guys constitute a gaggle i don't know that's <laughs> right
1: i don't even know what that <laughs> right. y- y- that's an old word oh i i, I get it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure. i don't i don't is it a, an right.
2: offensive word I think it is. I think I'm I offended. A gaggle? Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I'm I don't know. I'm slightly okay. offended. <laughs>
0: okay, so the gaggle of, of women. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah We're just going to say a, a cohort of older folks, women and men, in the kitchen uh, whose hands are are put to the task of making my kids food rather than it's sort of anonymously made out here somewhere, packaged up, brought into the school. In, yeah. Now there's this massive disconnect between the heart and hands of the people making the food and the people who are right. eating the food, and I don't like that.
2: You know? Yeah, but, you know, I mean, that's what happens in a world of technology. Sure. You know, uh, probably, but I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, like, I know things, and, like, when I was a kid, I would, like, sneak out of my house to go visit girls. Yeah. You know, I'd, like, yep. crawl in their windows and stuff like that. And it was and, the 70s and right? 80s. You but know? Now, like, now, from my understanding, they don't even go over to you. They just, like, look at each other on their iPads and stuff. And, 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 and <laughs> You're no, right. It, you're that's right. True. That, that's true. That's considered a date. Exactly. You know, it's like this. They, no, you're right. You know, they go home from school and they talk to each right. other. You know, it's right. just like,
0: you know. It's you're, kind of funner to hang out with a person, don't you think? Oh, but, the, but when, the, you're, when dad, you're 16, the rush or 15 of hanging, you know, just you're not even doing hanging anything. Out, right? yeah. You're not even doing oh, anything you shouldn't be doing. Yeah. But you're sitting there holding hands, looking up at the, star, the stars at night, you know, and just talking about life and feeling close to a girl. And you're just the rush of that. Yeah. yeah. Or partner. Or partner, Thank or boy. Yeah, well, I, right. I didn't, yeah. right. I didn't together, say whether Sam. it was a girl or a boy we're in 2020. Boy 2020. Yeah. Stay, I mean, up Stay up with us. Stay up with us. Oh, thanks, you two enlightened fuckers. <laughs> we're from <the> Crystal. <laughs> we're from Crystal. Crystal. Ever, crystal. <laughs> ever crystal. so enlightened. Where well, yeah. everything goes. Yeah. <laughs> and we were in
2: the heavy metal scene, you know? Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm light years behind both of you, I'm You sure. are. right. <laughs> hey, <laughs> uh, as we wrap up here... <laughs> Um, is there anything so, like you? So you 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 go by Cleco, You talk about Cleco Nation. Cleco correct, Nation? Yep. correct. Um Is there is there a way for someone who has not yet found their way to Cleco? Well, they all. I mean, you guys were like the last two to discover. Me. I mean, in, word, in, in the Twin Cities. In the Twin
2: Cities. Well, at least the beautiful people, and, and to be quite honest, and I'm going to be forward. If you're not beautiful, stay the hell out of my sight line. Um, but no, uh, you know, I'll tell you. Uh, a serious note: uh, I'm really thrilled to be here. This has been a lot of fun. I'm hopeful if there's any future podcasts that uh, talk about the western suburbs or Hollywood or anything along those lines, you'll consider having me back. But uh, We'd love well, to. you're going to do a live show with us,
1: yeah. Yeah, you
0: and Lori Linden are doing a live show well, at the three three one, sometime at the end of February. Well, I wasn't yeah.
2: sure of the date, but that was your cue to.
0: Oh, I not make it a big deal.
2: It yeah. is a big
1: deal. So it, It'll be a lot of fun. So
2: what happens? So, uh, so what do we do for live up. people? Same we thing we do like this, just, except for we
1: have live people. I mean, and it, we get to drink beer. Is it going to be? Do you drink beer?
2: I drink cocktails.
1: Yeah. That's that's better. Yeah, I'm with you. On do a we, do we get
2: do we get like on a screen or something, jumbotron or? Uh, like well, that? maybe maybe, a maybe because you're there. <laughs> okay, I okay. mean maybe
1: maybe <laughs> since you're going to show up, we might get the big screen. Uh,
0: so it's uh, February 24th, uh, six o'clock at the 331 Club. Yeah, here in Minneapolis, right. Northeast Minneapolis. No, that's, so that's thanks, be Jared fun. Ullman. Thank you. Also a guest on the show. Yeah, that's Amsterdam Barn Hall over there as well. Yep. Uh, anyway, back of the woods where I saw the pale
2: waves, yes, yeah, yeah, oh, you, you right? did mention oh, them yeah. earlier, Yep.
0: Yeah. Um, all right, fine, yeah, we'll get you the the jumbotron, <laughs> <We'll figure laughs> no, <out>. but, <laughs> but, but. <laughs> we'll be broadcasting live around the world, <laughs> you know, right, yeah, you well, good with not? that, um. Danny Klecko, thank you so much. Thanks for coming
1: in. For coming it's in. nice oh. meeting you. No, Hello, yeah, Crystal. Yeah. And, and, and Cooper.
0: Well, and there's more things that we'll talk about
2: oh, off yeah. the
1: air. I know. Sure. Know.
0: So uh, so the show, the live show, the theme of it is the lighter and darker stories of life, meaning you can either sort of choose a happier moment or well, a, a sad well, moment. Well, Lendine is gonna go dark. Is, is well, that her thing? I prefer she, it, the dark. Uh, yeah. You know? I know. I do, too. The dark's good. Yeah. But you can do whatever you want. You can choose to go light or you can go dark. It's, it's- but don't you feel,
2: I mean, <laughs> that if you're going to go, I mean, you saw Schindler's List, right? Yeah. I mean, at least they threw a red rose in there. You can't go oh, that- complete dark.
0: You have to lighten no, it. It totally you need to fixed have that right? whole movie. It, it didn't, did fix it that didn't movie, it? didn't me that? one bit to see all of the graphic. Depictions of atrocities that I couldn't imagine people would actually do to each other because the rose at the end of it just fixed it.
1: Damn. Well, I did, it didn't fix it. It did <laughs> I, but, not. But, but, that was sarcasm. But, 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 yeah, yeah, but, but, okay. That was total it sarcasm.
2: Does. It sets a tone. It sets <laughs> right. a tone and right. it says, God. you know, there is color in your world. I get but, it. But I'll tell you, had, if you guys read Lindeen's book, Pedal no, Pusher, I, we've got it here. I yeah, will be reading it. Uh, okay. Sorry no, they didn't read it. It's a, <laughs> I did, and I got I it. I bought it. Well, that's more important. Well,
1: Actually, she gave it to us, didn't she? <laughs> no, I bought that one. Oh, you did? Yeah. yeah. Oh, but, way to go, Lori. But, but
2: I, yeah. I'll tell you the one thing about her strength. Yeah. I read that book, and there's it's. It can, there's parts that are really sad. Yeah. Really sad. But I laughed, and and that's kind <laughs> that's of that's a good thing. You know yeah. What it
0: is. It's a gift. I mean, that's hard to do. And that's what. So, like, when I tell a story, I'd like to. I'd like to make people believe that it's either going to be really happy, and then it goes. Right. T- terribly dark at the end and they're like oh Jesus why'd you do that to me or you can go the other direction it's gonna be a dark one and then it turns out to be a light one you can do it I like that too
1: alright <laughs> whatever kind of elk yeah. river
0: influence
2: I'm yeah. thinking right I mean, where everyone the, fights in oh, the parking lot right, to switch right. and bait that didn't happen in, not in crystal, crystal. not in
1: crystal, not crystal. Oh, you I'm getting ganged your ass up kicked.
0: By, <laughs> ganged up on by two two crystal dudes, Western That's, suburbs, God yeah. represent, yeah. huh? Right, banding together. Thanks, Jim. We've only known each other fifteen years. <laughs> now he's going to beat the <laughs> Look crap. Look what out happens. Of me. <laughs> but you're not in the bloodline.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're like God's chosen right. people. Oh, yeah. God. I mean, crystal. all right,
0: all right, all right. Well, Danny, thank, thanks thank you. for coming. Thanks.
2: In. All right, and uh, thanks everyone, Klekwa uh, Nation. I'll be home soon.
0: <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye.